When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. There were plenty of results over the last nine days at all the bowling clubs around Christchurch with the Somerset Nationals, and the man that has been keeping us beautifully up to date with it has been Kevin Hickland. He joins us now. Hello, Hickers. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Stephen. Uh, yes, we uh, came to a close yesterday, and uh, it's been amazing down here, of course, well, as right around the country, but to go through the whole Somerset National Championships and not lose, like, one minute at all of play with adverse weather is a fairly unique, because obviously you have, normally you have one day which goes against you, but uh, we had perfect weather uh, right throughout the whole time, and, you know, we had the men's and women's singles, the para and the blind bowls, so it was a full calendar uh, of activity at Burnside and finalised yesterday with the uh, men's peers. And boy, goodness, we saw a magnificent performance by uh, Andrew Kelly, former New Zealand singles winner, and Seamus Curtin, the 21-year-old from the Stokes Valley Club, up against uh, Gary Lawson, of course, winner of 14 New Zealand titles, and Tony Grantham, who had earlier, of course, been beaten in the final of the singles. And it would say that Lawson and Grantham would go upon into that game, possibly as the favourites. And they jumped out of the gates uh, pretty good, actually. And midway through, they were in front. But then we saw what I would say the brilliance of a skipping of, of Andrew Kelly and his shot play, etc. And we saw Andrew Kelly and Seamus Curtin uh, run out the winners, defeating Gary Lawson and Tony Grantham. And in the earlier final, we saw Taylor Bruce, who has been beaten in two previous New Zealand uh, finals in the singles, uh, avenge that after defeating narrowly with the last bowl, uh, Selena Goddard of North Harbour, 21-20. And then went on to defeat Claire Hendra 21-15 in the women's singles final. And early on, of course, in the week, we saw Kelvin Scott of Christchurch put on a master display, defeating Tony Grantham of uh, North Harbour. And the women's pairs won by Sandra Keith and Bev Morrell, defeating... Uh, defeating Taylor Bruce and Claire Hendra so uh, fantastic results and great for New Zealand selectors as well I think uh, as well Stephen as we build with difficulty towards the Commonwealth Games. Yes uh, yeah, you you spoke to me last week that that was important because this might be the only time they get the chance because there'll be no potential trans-Tasman. I looked at the scores and I thought they were dominant performances in the singles. I mean did that tell the story, the, the scoreline? Oh, I think in the, in the, in the women's singles with T- Taylor Bruce, yes, to me, uh, she was dominant throughout the match against Claire Hendra. Uh, I felt that she had better game management throughout the uh, the game and really did. 
to be fair to, uh, to Claire Hendricks, she was up against a pretty hardy competitor, especially in light of the fact of the very, very tough semi-final that Taylor Bruce had just got through uh, over Selena Goddard. And playing on, and not that it's, on, not it's a favouritism thing at all, but playing on home greens at Burnside, that's always a plus, of course. But on the day, Taylor Bruce, yeah, it was too convincing. And in the men's singles, well, Kelvin Scott uh, of Elmwood Park was simply just brilliant against Tony Grantham. Full marks Grantham, though, he was down 15-3 and clawed back to, to uh, double figures. But all in all, it was Kelvin Scott who really uh, was dominant throughout that, the 59-year-old winning his second New Zealand singles title. Yeah, Kev, Kev, I've always been I've always been intrigued when it comes to bowls that you can you can run away. Let's just use this as an example. Say to a say to a ten point lead, and suddenly you lose your touch, you you lose your feel of the green. How does that come about? Well, it was, it was apparent actually yesterday uh, in the men's pairs final because what was happening, the Gary Lawson side, uh, when they were scoring, they were uh, uh, delivering the jack into a very, very short jack just over the minimum distance. When Andrew Kelly and the Seamus Curtin had possession of the mat or the, and the jack delivery, they were playing longer ends right back to, towards the two-metre mark. Mm. And what... It really happened in the latter stages of the game. It was the first bowl effectiveness of uh, young Seamus Curtin getting uh, getting on top of Tony Grantham, who had a spate of playing a number of short bowls, which he'd have been disappointed in. And all of a sudden, uh, instead of owning the head or, or the scoring opportunities, it gets reversed. And Andrew Kelly uh, took full advantage of that. And the key thing is on the 14th end, Gary Lawson played an absolutely magnificent shot to uh, convert into a couple of shots. And uh, Andrew Kelly, with his last bowl, turned the bowl out and made two of it. And that was a four-shot turnaround. And all of a sudden, you know, spring in the heels and, uh, you know, you just see that difference. Also, the other thing, which was very evident, and this sounds quite technical, I suppose, mm. as well, Stephen, is that, that there was one hand uh, in the final, right throughout the whole week, the week of bowls, where there was one hand that was definitely more kinder than the other hand. And... Players struggled on the wider hand, and yet we saw players persist with it. And then when they changed hands, all of a sudden, their, uh, their bowls started to get a lot closer to the jack. And that's what we saw yesterday uh, with the same as Curtin. But, you know, great for the 21-year-old to uh, win his first title. And Andrew Kelly, who hasn't been playing very much bowls, his wife, in fact, just had their second baby a few weeks back, and he's been uh, on parental duty, so to speak. And, of course, Kelly, part of the New Zealand squad, won the singles down here two years ago. And uh, he certainly put his hand right up to the New Zealand selectors to say, uh, "Pick me, I'm there." So the, the condition of the greens obviously suited some, and but they, they, it continues to change. Uh, just help me out here: greens watered overnight or in the morning prior to play? Well, yes, they normally will give the greens. Uh, and, and to be fair, to you, one of the reasons why they also uh, put water on the greens because you can burn, you get that sheer, yeah. a lot of heat. So it can definitely burn. So you just need to cool it down. And if there has been play where there's been bowls that have been, let's say, been dumped by the players on their delivery, it does bruise the green. Uh, you can see um, Marlene and I walked out of the club the other day at, at about 6 o'clock, and you can see definite marks.
markings on, on, on one of the greens where the green was bruised. So the water, you put the water on it and, and it just it, it, it dampens that out. And also you've got to remember with a combination of manutato and cochula greens, the, the speed doesn't actually alter with, with water, which it does on grass because oh. the weed... The, the weed just flattens out with the water. It doesn't sodden it. It just it's a, it's a, so it doesn't rain or, or water doesn't make a, a significant difference to the speed of these manutotes. Okay, so, okay, that's that's uh, what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at because I was wondering when you said you know a, a, a green can change within a match whether that had something to do with it, whether it was it was drying out as the, as a match goes on. Yeah, it was certainly, you know, again as well, you know, as you know, in in Christchurch, you have that nor'wester which uh, presently arrives throughout the day and can make uh, can make play quite difficult because it it does buffer the bowls around. And this particular year, the nor'wester, the eleven o'clock in the morning nor'wester, wasn't as. it wasn't as obvious as other years, but it was certainly there. And I, look, I, I think, to be fair as well, Steve, and this is no disrespect to the players playing in the finals or whatever, but sometimes it's a weird of a psychological bit of a <laughs> headspace thing. You know, it, it happens. It does, you know, uh, unintentionally, but it does. And all of a sudden, as we saw yesterday, and it was interesting, we had the players mic'd up, uh, Andrew Kelly and Seamus Curtin uh, mic'd up throughout that final. And... Midway through the game, you could hear in the mic some of the frustration of Seamus Curtin, the young 21-year-old, and uh, Andrew Kelly put his arm around him, had a talk to him, and just, you know, this is what you've got to do, mate, just calm down, change your hand, do this, do that. And, and, and we saw a change uh, very quickly. And really, in the last six years, the telling end of that final, it was just it was what happened with the first three bowls uh, from the respective leads. And Gary Lawson from going in the dominant position was going, he, uh, well, for example, over three years, I think he had five, five drives at the head because uh, he really had nothing to play to and was trying to get reduction or to kill the head. So, and of course, Lawson was pretty keen on getting it to go for his 15th New Zealand title, which is a pretty mammoth achievement, would fantastic achievement. So, you know, Gary would be disappointed. Um, but now, of course, we move forward. Uh, the weekend, or the Waitangi weekend, is the big training week, the training camp weekend for the New Zealand squad at the Rocky Nook Green in Auckland which has been the greenkeeper there, Jamie Hill, has made the green as close as possible, one can possibly do to like English conditions, English pace, uh, which will um, uh, give the selectors a really, really good look. And it's a bit of a shame because we've got our Australian players, like young Crystal Lee, he's based in Australia, Ali Forsyth and Caitlin Inch, and of course they're all very, very much in contention with Commonwealth Games selection. And of course, I can assure you, New Zealand selectors want every endeavour to get those players back um, so that they can be given every opportunity yeah. to have put their name in the hat for the Commonwealth Games selection. Yeah, but I think from what I'm hearing from you, they'd be pretty comfortable uh, and happy with what they saw at the Nationals, Kevin. Yes, I, you know, I, to be honest, Stephen, I remember a bit of uh, an unknown thought of how players would uh, react, what was going, what was going to happen, uh, and I think the encouraging thing for the New Zealand selectors uh, was that a number of their squad members, Selena Goddard, Taylor Bruce, uh, 
uh, Tony Grantham, Gary Lawson, a number, Andrew Kelly, uh, they were all there when the bells were ringing at the back end of the uh, semi-finals and finals, which is really, you know, as Mike Coonhan said to me yesterday in the, in the Sky Next commentary we're doing, it's, it's, it's not really, sure, it's nice to win, but it's also about getting that consistency and, and being there that, uh, on the last day. Kevin, you are a good man and you are a mine of information. I appreciate the time you've given SCNZ to keep us up to date with the Somerset Nationals. Now you can just go and have a little bit of a rest have a quiet one and then get back into the real world and do some work, okay? Well, we start work. I'm staying in Christchurch the rest of the week, uh, actually, Stephen, because we're covering the Burnside, <laughs> I mean, the Burnside Invitation Piers this weekend and then back in Auckland for about three or four days and down to Taranaki uh, to cover the uh, final stage of the 117th uh, Taranaki Open Fours. So oh, that's, still a bit on the agenda yeah, over the next two weeks. And that's a big one, the Fours. All right, Kevin, thank you so much for your time, buddy. Thank you, Stephen.